Welcome to Tairat Imecha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rafka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayam in Beis, Perik Vov, Chapter 6. Shlomo's Beis Hamikdash is built. The Arain has been brought to the Beis Hamikdash. Hashem's presence has come to rest in the Beis Hamikdash, which Rashi teaches Shlomo is acknowledging in Posuk Aleph when he says, Hashem omarlish kain ba'arofel. Hashem said that he would dwell in the thick darkness. A dwelling place for Hashem's Shekhinah has been made on earth. Metsudas David on Pasuk 2 shows that Shlomo recognizes that Hashem's presence in the Beis Hamikdash means that he has indeed built a dwelling place for Hashem and that his toiling was not in vain. Shlomo says it will be a settled place for Hashem to dwell in forever, meaning that Hashem's presence will only rest there from now on. Shlomo blesses the entire congregation of Israel in Pasuk 3. This perek is very beautiful. And it's almost identical to part of Perak 8 in Sefer Malachim Aleph. And it's very long. So quite a bit of our learning today will be overview and insights with reference to the text rather than inside the text itself. Beginning in Pasuk 4, Shlomo emphasizes Hashem's commitment to the fulfillment of his word. What Hashem promised to David his father, Hashem has fulfilled. Shlomo recalls that Hashem chose Yerushalayim as the place for the Beis HaMikdash, and he chose David to be a leader for the Jewish people. That David wanted to build the Beis HaMikdash and Hashem praised him for that desire and explained to David that he would not build the temple, but that his son would. And indeed, that Shlomo had become king in his father's place and built the Beis HaMikdash and placed the Arain there, containing the covenant that Hashem made with the children of Israel. And this brings us to Posuk 12, where Shlomo stands in front of the Mizbach Hashem, altar of Hashem, Neged Kol Kahal Yisrael, opposite the entire congregation of Yisrael. He had made a copper kiar, some kind of copper item, three amas tall, upon which he stood, which Raduk explains, clarifies how practically he was facing all of the people and they could all see him. This was possible because he was elevated. In Pasuk 13 we read, Vayivrach al birkov neged kol kahal Yisrael. He knelt on his knees opposite the entire congregation of Yisrael. Ibn Yahya explains this bending of the knees was for subjugation. Vayifreis kapov hashomaymo. And he spread out his hands towards heaven, which Ibn Yahya says was so that his hands would be like a vessel ready to receive divine hashpo'o, divine influence. Hashpo'o, outpouring, flow, abundance from Hashem. Positioned for submission and ready to receive, Shloma now turns to the master of the world in tefillah, prayer, opening with praise of Hashem. Posuk 14, Vayomar, he said, Hashem Elokei Yisrael ein kamoicha Elohim, Bashal Mayim Uva Hashem, 
God of Israel, there is no power like you in heaven or on earth. Shoimer ha bris for ha chesed la avodecho, ha holchim lefonecho, bochol libom, who keeps the covenant and the kindness with your servants who walk before you with all their heart, like my father David did, adds Rashi. We'll come back to this. According to Metsudas David, keeping the covenant refers to the reward Hashem promised with the covenant. And continuing with Rashi's addition, that Shlomo refers to his father David who walked before Hashem, the next posuk is an expression of the realization of a promise to David, as Shlomo says in posuk 15, Asher Shomarta, Laavdecha David Ovi, Es Asheriti Barto Loi. For you, Hashem, have kept for your servant David, my father, that which you spoke to him. Meaning, says Mitzurus David, that it was shown to everyone that you, Hashem, kept your promise to David that I, Shlomo, would build the Beis Hamikdash. Vatadaber b'ficha uviyodcha mileso kayoim hazeh. And you spoke with your mouth and fulfilled it with your hand as it is this day, meaning when it was shown today, says Mitzudas David. In Posuk 16 with Matsudas David, we understand that Shlomo implores Hashem to also keep his promise that he made to David, that if his descendants do the right thing, keep Hashem's laws, then Hashem will not withhold kingship from them. As Shlomo is about to embark upon requests from Hashem to respond to Tefillah's prayers, he draws on the power of the Beis Hamikdash as a place for Tefillah. He addresses the function of the temple. Mitzudas David explains on Posuk 18 that Shlomo says, if the heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain Hashem, then how can it be true that Hashem would dwell with man in a house built on earth? So, for what is this house of Hashem? Rashi interprets Shlomo saying, for what have I built the Beis HaMikdash? And he answers, to pray before Hashem and for Hashem to turn towards our prayers. Radak, commenting on Pesukim 18 to 20, points out that Hashem listens to a person's heartfelt tefillahs in any place. What Shloma requests of Hashem here is that this chosen place, the Beis Amikdash, help a person who is praying in their tefillahs, that the Beis HaMikdash be like an advocating angel and the tefillah of someone who is praying in the Beis HaMikdash be heard quicker than someone who is praying in a different place. Posuk 21 V'shomato el avdecho v'amacho Yisrael asher yispalalu el hamakoim and may you listen to the supplications of your servant and of your people Yisrael when they pray toward this place. 
ואתו תשמע ממקיים שבטך מן השמיים, ושמעתו וסולחתו, and you shall hear from your abode from heaven, and you shall hear and forgive. Numerous spiritual concepts in this posuk. Let's mention a few. The special power of the Beis Hamikdash as a conduit for tefillah. Hashem is lofty, impossible to house, but very much accessible nevertheless. Shlomo HaMelech is davening for the acceptance of tefillahs that have not yet been uttered. In addition to asking for specific needs, we can ask Hashem to accept our tefillahs. This is also a tefillah in itself. Sometimes we don't know what to ask for or how to ask for it. This too we can ask for Hashem's help with. Hashem, help me know what to ask you for. Hashem, help me to find the words to express myself in tefillah, to express what I need. Perhaps it's relevant to mention at this point also that in addition to thanking Hashem for a specific outcome, or thing that he has given us that we asked for, we can also thank him for the fact that he heeded our tefillah. Thank him that our request was granted in addition to thanking him for the actual thing we received. Shlomo continues praying to Hashem with a number of somewhat more specific requests in Pesukim 22 to 39. He asks Hashem to ensure that where there is a case of a person taking a vow of their innocence before the altar, that judgment be brought accurately for the people involved in the case, that the judgment come from Hashem on the parties involved. Shlomo asks that if the people of Yisrael are struck down by an enemy because of their sin and they repent and pray before Hashem in the Beis Hamikdash, that Hashem forgive them. If the rains cease as a result of sin and the people pray towards the temple and repent and confess, Shlomo asks that Hashem should forgive them. If there be any plague, sickness, affliction from enemies, Shlomo asks for the acceptance of prayer by any individual or the people of Yisrael collectively, as he says in verse 29, Any prayer, any supplication which will be made by any man or by all your people Yisrael. As each man shall know his plague and his pain, and spread forth his hands towards this house. Pasuk 30. You shall hear from heaven your dwelling and forgive. Ki and give to each man according to his ways that you will know his heart because you alone know the hearts of man. 
Shlomo then asks Hashem to listen to the prayers of anyone from a non-Jewish nation who prays towards this house. To listen to the Jewish people who pray towards Yerushalayim and the Beis HaMikdash when they are going out to battle against their enemy. And to help captives praying toward their land, Yerushalayim and the temple. Praying at the Beis HaMikdash or towards the Beis HaMikdash has special potency. Posuk 40, Shloma addressing Hashem in a very personal way says, Atoh Eloikai, now my God, Yiyuna Einecha Pesuchais Vaznecha Kashuvais Lisfilas Hamakoim Hazeh. May your eyes now be open and your ears attentive to the prayer of this place. The ending to our Perek Pesukim 41 and 42 are not found in the parallel account in Sefer Malachim. Pesuk 41, And now arise, O Hashem God, to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. Mitzudas David interprets that Shloma is asking Hashem to allow his presence to rest in the Holy of Holies. And Radak teaches he is asking that Hashem's presence and the Ark rest there forever. Your priests, O Hashem God, shall be clothed with salvation. Meaning, says Mitzudas David, your salvation, Hashem, will surround them from all around like a garment wraps a person. And your pious ones shall rejoice in good. One meaning, says Radak, is that those who dwell in Hashem's house to pray and to know of Hashem's ways shall rejoice in good. Pasuk 42, Hashem Eloikim, Al Toshev Pnei Meshichecho, O Hashem, God, do not turn back the face of your anointed one. Radak explains Shloma is asking for his tefillah to be accepted by Hashem. And he ends by drawing on the greatness of his father, saying to Hashem, Zohra lechaste dovid avdecho. Remember the kind deeds of dovid, your servant. As Mitzudas dovid explains, means, because of the goodness that his father dovid performed, Shloma should not be turned away. Shloma ends his tefillah. But the impact of his words remains to this day. Thank you for studying together, Lilui Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Razel Rochelbas Ariel Lieb, and Rachel Zeitlin, Rochelbas Schlomer.